Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Good morning, podcast fam. Today is March 16th, and we are kicking off the day early and strong with episode 153. And if you know me, follow me, or listen to this podcast, you know I'm in my element when I am on the move. So today's another travel day where I hit the road. I'm heading to the airport here in about an hour, and I am pumped to be hitting some more warm weather. If you think that these constant trips to warm weather is a coincidence. You probably don't know me well enough yet. I try my best to coordinate trips that are to warmer parts of the world during the cold months in the Northeast. But before we dig into where I'm going, I know, huge, huge cliffhanger, right? Uh, I want to briefly chat about uh, change, a little bit of change in the industry uh, and, and, you know, then get into what I'm doing today, what I'm doing this week, where I'm going and all that good stuff. So I think with change, it's, it's one of those things that you're, you're just so used to, uh, just kind of seeing how things happen and things just being the way they are. And then you step back and it's just a weird feeling of, of difference, and, and you can't quite pinpoint it, but you notice little things before they hit the market. That's kind of the feeling that I get. And this last recruiting class year, especially before COVID, I felt it a little bit. And, and then once COVID hit, it really drove the feeling into third gear. But the main feeling is simply the way the agent business has turned, uh, the way that it's become a bit more transactional, both from the way that agencies approach it and the way that players approach it. And more so the rules and regulations that are in place that make it easier to shift that way. I think in the past on the player side, it's been, okay, who do I want to represent me? Uh, who do I feel like can get the job done for the long term? And on the agent side, it's been, okay, let's invest a lot of time in identifying talent and recruiting and then building a plan for these players and I've noticed that it's it's shifted, it's starting to shift away from that, and it's becoming a bit more transactional for whatever reason. Again, not not right or wrong. Um, not, I'm not a huge fan of it, but players are starting to expect. Uh, one way to put it is overnight success, uh, but another way to put it is just you know expect things a lot quicker than they should be expecting them and expect a high salary right out of college and expect playing in the top league and getting the, getting the top, the, the, the access to the top clubs and, and gear and exposure right away. Uh, and agents are even, I shouldn't say just starting cause it's obviously continuing, but more and more just trying to recruit and steal clients that are already signed with agents, but already established just because they know they can make a transaction, spend less money up front and make more money on the back end. So it's becoming less identifying talent and more simply 
okay, who do I know and who can I make a phone call to to make a transaction to? Uh, and, and, and I'm not a fan of it. Uh, but I am trying to adapt a little bit to the way that that's shifting in regards to the way that I recruit. And instead of breaking down film and spending all this time making recruiting lists and recruiting all year long, I'm trying to do a bit more reverse engineering. What do I mean by that? Instead of identifying who I think is good, of course, I still break down film and try to identify. But instead of doing that the entire time, I'm going to the end user and saying, hey, look, who do you want? What type of player um, or, or, or in a perfect world, tell me exactly what rookie you want from college. Now, there's definitely a certain part of the market that that is for because not everyone looks for rookies. And so at the higher level, it's definitely more of a if I'm going to reverse engineer it at the higher level. It's more of a, a learning business relationship, relationship building tactic, because I am not one of those scummy agents that gives the industry a bad rep that steals clients and tries to make it transactional. So I'm not going to a high level GM and saying, hey, which which guy in in uh, which guy in France Pro A do you want for your team next year? I'll go steal. I'll go steal that player and get you that player. No, I'm not one of those. Um, if I have a relationship with a GM and I find out some names of guys that they do like, and, and we do have those types of conversations, I'll either look up their agent and contact the agent. Maybe there's a way to make you beneficial, or I'll just, I'll just use that for information and, and, and kind of know what types of players or names that they want uh, and then build off of that. So back to the rules, I guess the rules are not meant for a long-term strategy for agents. They're, they're just not right. Players have, have the right to end things when they want to with their relationship with their agent, but their upside is not necessarily affected by that decision. And they don't necessarily have any consequences for that, at least at least not much as much as agents uh, do, right? Agents are affected much more. In other words, sure, uh, players could get bad reputations when they're disloyal and sell out and switch agents. And, you know, it's, it's, it, it's happened to me in certain situations where the players left me for a different agent or end up getting picked up by a different agent. And, uh, and I've gotten phone calls saying, wow, like that, that, you know, there, there was no reason for that. Like the player was on a better path than they would have ever been. And, you know, I wouldn't work with that player. That's happened. So, so, so players understand that that happens if, if you make decisions that are um, solely based off of, of, of money and selling out and, or, or let's say the dream of money. Um, and, and, uh, you know, but back, back, back to the consequence part, you know, if players are still good, sometimes they, they, they don't get hurt at all. Right. Which, which sucks for the agents. Now, again, don't get me wrong here. I try to see both sides. Some agents don't do their job and they should be fired, but that's not usually the case, especially when players switch agencies or are, are in quotes stolen by other agents. Um, and so agents have to spend time and money building a plan and building stepping stones with, with high risk and all the upside is long term. And so when a player makes a decision in the short term, the agent usually gets screwed over and players earn their money by putting the ball in the basket. And sometimes that's not affected, but agents usually earn their money for strategically putting players in the right place. And over time, building that strategy and reputation for their clients, um, not always, but usually, but Agents and, and and so agents usually earn their money by their commissions and by and by doing the work before the contracts 
uh, actually sign. And so if they work for five years or two years or eight years developing the reputation on and off the court uh, and making trips and, and putting their clients in the ears of clubs, that should be the right fit. Um, of course, in addition to their client doing the job on the court and putting the ball in the hole, then that work should be paid for. They earned that commission on the next contract. Anyways, the point here is for me, it's very clear. I just went into a long tangent longer than I thought about you know the, the way things are shifting and the agent client relationship. Uh, but it's all learning. It's all learning. It, it's all me trying to share with you kind of what I'm going through and how I'm trying to adapt you know, the strategy a bit. So, um, you know, it, it's it's for me, it's very clear that that it's going to continue relying on relationships and genuine ones um, and, and, and how strong your network is and the trust that you have with people who you call and who calls you. Uh, and ultimately how quickly and accurately you can pass along and receive trustworthy information. So I'm continuing to invest in myself and double down on planting seeds and building relationships around the world that will come to fruition in the future uh, and last a lifetime. So that is ultimately why I'm continuing to travel and stand the move as much as possible. So you know, when, when people ask me how recruiting's going, well, yes, I'm recruiting. Uh, I have guys I like, I have a list of information and rookies, but I do often find myself saying, well, you know, he, he, he could be good, uh, but he has to be in the right place at the right time. Uh, I don't care if you scored 19 or 20 points per game, you might have to go overseas and make 2k a month your first year and then kill it and then kill it again at the next level and stay consistent and then make 4k. And then in, in your third, fourth or fifth year, then really make that jump. Um, and then the doors will open. So so that's why it's difficult because don't forget that agents only have two years of a contract with the player. So again, without getting on a tangent about rules and regulations and agent player conversations, the moral of the story here is that it revolves around relationships and the ability to have those people in your network and have genuine uh, back and forth, back and forth relationships with them. Um, so the reason I'm on the road again and, and the reason I'm heading out West is just another recruiting trip, another relationships building trip, and just to keep this ball moving. So I am off to Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, super excited to explore that city a bit. I have not really, I've been there uh, once or twice. I haven't really explored it. They have lots of talent. They have great weather. There's some major college programs. There's some exciting prep school talent. Uh, the suns are out there. There's awesome new facilities. They got the mountains. They got Scottsdale. They got golf courses. They got hiking and museums. And um, I will definitely be indulging in all of the above. Um, checking out Arizona State when I land with my guy Brandon Rosenthal, which I'm super pumped about. Never been to Arizona State, um, and uh, and my man Carlin Brown uh, is actually going to pick me up from the airport. Can't wait to link with him, hear about his new coaching gig, maybe watch some some uh, watch him put some high schoolers through through workouts this week. So it's going to be an amazing week in Phoenix. Um, if you are listening and you are in Phoenix and you are around or you know someone I should connect with please let me know. Um, and then after Phoenix, I've, uh, I've got another trip planned heading out to LA, uh, but I will get to that uh, a little bit later. So uh, for those listening, say, hey man, like, you know, be careful, it's COVID, like you shouldn't be traveling all around. Yes, uh, I understand that. I'm taking proper precautions. Um, I will be wearing a mask, I will be social distancing, but I will be um, living my life and and trying to, uh, trying to continue to make strides 
um, with this crazy pandemic. I think it's one thing to be cautious and, and definitely understand the severity of what's going on. I also think it's another thing to let that control your life, which a lot of people are doing and almost use it as an excuse not to do anything. So uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to balance the both here. And so with that, my friends, uh, that is what I will be doing this week. I am now going to get a quick sweat, jump in the shower and then head off to the airport. Have a lovely day and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling really crazy, you can even share it on social media. As always, if there's a topic you want me to talk about further or a guest you would love to hear on the podcast, just shoot me a message on social media at Kevin Tarka. Thanks again, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning on Sports Business Secrets.